0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic he found his man in south carolina's jim carlin
1: coach carlin told him i want you to come university of south carolina and this is what i'm gonna promise you i'm gonna promise you that you're gonna graduate from the university of south carolina i know
2: they're offering you everything all around the country But I'm gonna tell you right now, if you come to the University of South Carolina, you can start your freshman year. And he was the only one that told me that. And when he told me that, I said, I'm going to South Carolina.
0: South Carolina landing a top recruit was a big surprise. The Gamecocks started playing football in 1892. In 85 years, they had never been ranked in the top 10, never beaten a top 10 team, and never won a bowl game, having played in just three none of that mattered to Rogers when he arrived on campus in 1977 his main worry was about
2: being the first in his family to attend college I was in tears first time I ever cried I mean you know other than getting a paddling but I I, I felt so kind of lonely I'm leaving my aunt I'm leaving everybody in Duluth and I'm going to college let me tell you something what the, the the
3: first day we walked in and took our clothes off and changed into practice gear. Everybody knew that he was special. He was chiseled, we hadn't, I don't think any of us had ever seen anybody quite like that.
4: The first day in pads, he actually ran over me so I knew how strong he was. I never got hit that hard the rest of my four years. There was a lot of notoriety surrounding George as a player.
1: Very physical, in the vein of Earl Campbell, John Riggins. His reputation preceded him.
5: (laughs) I think there had to be a lot of defensive backs, cornerbacks, and safeties who were really scared of being hit by George Rogers.
6: All you had to do is let him get to that second level, and then it was a 230-pound guy against like safety, and it was almost unfair. He could run over him, he could run by him.
7: When you got a guy like George Rogers, give him the football. There's great speed and great power. I know you can't say enough about how good this guy is.
2: I like the ones that love to talk, and you know, and, and try to talk about what they gonna do. Sometimes I, I met them in the hole. Way you don't get punished? Yeah. Rogers ran
0: for more than 1,600 yards and averaged over five yards per carry in his first two years. The tougher challenge was how to handle campus life.
1: Everybody would try to take advantage of George, and George, being the kind of person he was, would allow folks to come into his life, and they would have an impression on him. What we needed to do. He is directing, George, no. That's not good for you. He needed guidance.
0: Carlin may have been Roger's head coach, but more than anything, he was his counselor.
4: Coach Carlin was there for all of us, but yeah, especially George. I think he kind of looked out for him, sheltered him to some degree, and I made sure he did right.
2: He was like my dad that I didn't have. You know
4: after the game, I didn't have to worry about the media.
8: I can go on and put on my clothes and take my shower and he took care of me I think he kind of realized he had a kind of a quiet innocent kid Carlin was very good at keeping the media at arm's length for that he was protecting George that was his goal in life was to protect George they just kind of let George speak for himself on the field when he scored a touchdown
5: which was often What George would do would be to go into the end zone, and set the ball down, or give it to the official, and then turn around and run up the field and say thank you to his offensive line. And that was George Rogers, a very unpretentious individual, and a classy football player.
9: George is a very, very likable person, and that smile will just suck you in
0: roger's growing popularity in the state took on a measure of cultural significance the university integrated in 1963. he was the school's first african-american football celebrity
4: integration had happened but it was still new still fresh so we were still getting used to each other there. African-Americans and whites, and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't quite where we wanted it to be. George was really a crossover. I mean, and that everybody loved him. I think he was a a hero to the blacks in, 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 in the state, but I think the whites loved him just as
8: much. Probably a lot of white fans liked George because he was humble and quiet. He was probably the perfect guy at South Carolina at that time. To be a black star. This SEC story
10: presentation is brought to you by Chick-fil-A.
11: Why is everyone talking about...
8: suction. Join nearly four million Navaj users so you can breathe better, snore less, and feel healthier.
4: Just two, three minutes of my time, and I'm right back to normal. I can breathe.
8: <laughs> Navaj. Clean nose. Healthy life. <laughs>
0: In 1979, George Rogers' junior season, South Carolina won eight games for the first time in 76 years. Rogers ran for 1,681 yards and was named first-team All-American. Before his senior year, South Carolina was promoting Rogers for college football's greatest individual honor, the Heisman Trophy
3: recognition was our problem so we started out preseason. we put out a color flyer with the portrait of him on it uh, saying keep your eyes on this man the intent was to uh, whet people's appetites. say uh, George Rogers South
5: Carolina yeah I remember him this is the trophy they put John Heisman's name on the original of it in the lobby of the downtown athletic club they give out two a year one goes to the player one goes to his school will george rogers get one for his mantle? and what are the chances the university of south carolina will have one of these to put on display there was enormous interest in this state as to whether george rogers this kid from south carolina could actually win this great award
7: In
0: the opener, Rodgers, despite sitting most of the second half, ran for 153 yards and a 37 to nothing win. The following week, the Gamecocks won 73 to nothing. Rodgers played just the first half, running for 108.
6: They were our warm-up, basically, and they kind of pulled back on the reins. And he really could have run for 400 yards in both games. People who had seen him
5: here knew what a great football player George was, but the question was, would it impress itself on the rest of the country? Next, the Gamecocks
0: faced two of the era's powerhouse programs. You want to be able to control this football game. And be- First, the First fourth-ranked Southern California, also known at the time as Tailback U, with Marcus Allen. Against a defense where 10 starters would get drafted, four in the first round, Chip Banks, Joey Browner, Dennis Smith, and Ronnie Lott, Rodgers was the game's leading rusher with 141
3: yards.
4: Rodgers off the left side, 20 50.
3: Southern Cal was, in my estimation, George's greatest game.
6: He kind of made a name for himself going to, to the West Coast and running against a team loaded full of NFL players.
3: They were good, but yet George made them look not as good. South Carolina lost the game, but Rodgers had
0: emerged as a legitimate Heisman candidate.
8: It, it got more, more in people's minds, like, yeah, this could happen.
0: The next week, the Gamecocks traveled to 17th-ranked Michigan. A win and a good performance by Rodgers would make him one of the Heisman frontrunners. At halftime, South Carolina trailed 14-3. This
5: time they said, we're coming at you with our ace.
7: This is the thing that concerned Bo Schembechler, the fact that George Rodgers could get four and five yards of crack.
8: George left, George right. George up the middle. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that, yeah. Talk about a guy that's this big,
5: 6'2, 220 pounds, stops on a dime. You start watching him and thinking Franco Harris and Earl Campbell and people like that. George Rogers gets the call at the two and gets the
0: touchdown. Rogers 142 yards helped South Carolina to a comeback win and placed him at the forefront of the Heisman conversation
5: running back in American college. I thought he was last year. Uh, I think there's no question now. People
6: said, how is he going to do against Southern California Michigan? He gained over 280 yards in two games. Uh, that's pretty good. He kind of got well-known real quick in two games.
0: Rogers' rampage continued the following week. In a victory against
6: North Carolina State,
0: he ran for 193 yards and scored three touchdowns.
6: You didn't have to scout us for very long. You knew what we were going to do. You just had to stop us. We played Duke, and every time we'd call the play at the huddle, they would yell what the play was. And they were right. They knew they were smart kids. They, they knew what the play was. We ended up going down in nine plays and scoring. The pitch to
4: runs short side, gets back to the the
6: we said this year. And I remember running off the field and talking to our offensive line coach. I said, they know the plays. He goes, Yeah, but they can't stop it. We're gonna keep running until they stop it.
11: When people know what you're doing
6: and you still get it done, that, that's pretty good. Rogers
0: finished the Duke game with a season-high 224 rushing yards. The Gamecocks won six of their first seven games. Rogers had more than 1,000 yards, but it had yet to play on national television. The lack of attention threatened to dash his Heisman hopes.
5: Nobody sees everybody play, so media exposure is important in winning the Heisman. And players from widely publicized schools have at least an initial edge. South Carolina isn't a backwater, but it isn't in the mainstream either. Not yet. Things were so different in those days, there was only one national college football game a week. The ABC Game of the Week.
8: The ABC people were getting letters, uh, mostly from, you know, Grandma in Somerville or Uncle Joe over in Florence, South Carolina, or wherever, saying, you got to put George Rogers on television.
0: On November 1st, 1980, South Carolina finally got its wish as the Gamecocks traveled to Georgia to face the undefeated Bulldogs with first year running back sensation, Herschel Walker
7: with me being a freshman at the time and saying I got an opportunity to win the Haysman. George Rogers being a senior, which he had a real, real big chance of winning the Haysman. So the hype was big.
5: That is a street that runs across the open end of Sanford Stadium here. They said, well, let's block it off and sell seats.
0: Amid the overflow crowd, one spectator received more attention than any
10: other.
5: There is George Rogers, senior, he is seeing his son play football in person for the first time today. Released from prison just a few days ago.
6: There was a lot of, um, a lot of press about that. I know George was uncomfortable with He's He was always uncomfortable with press anyway. Uh, but that kind of press made him even more uncomfortable. Before the game, George Sr. and
2: George Jr. had a quick reunion. My dad had never seen me play and... Everybody's making a big deal out of it, and my dad was eating it up. You know, he. uh...
9: That's the way I came from. You know.
2: Wonderful, wonderful.
9: I mean, I thought it was big of him to, you know, make sure that his dad came to the game because they didn't have a father-son relationship. They didn't have a very good relationship.
8: My recollection is that it really made George kind of nervous. He wanted to focus on the game, and this was sort of a distraction for him.
2: Me and my coach had a talk, and he was saying it was a, it's a good thing that he's gonna get to see you play. And I was like, well, you know, you've been more of my father than my father have. George Sr. witnessed a classic, starring two of college football's
0: best running backs. Gives the ball to Herschel, Walker, 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 Walker Holy side. he's outside, and he The Gamecocks trail 13 to nothing in the third quarter, but led by Rodgers, close to within 13 to 10.
7: I remember watching George run the ball. He get five yards, he get four yards, and then a first down. This guy can play. This guy's everything that they they said he was. He got better as the game
6: went on. In the final minutes. South Carolina was poised to take the lead. I mean, you could just see it on their face. We had worn them down. They were tired of tackling George. We were getting ready to put him away.
11: And Rodgers, walking a little gingerly, started
5: out toward the sidelines, looks like he's shaken up, and time is called. Time called in behalf of South Carolina here as the trainer comes on to talk to George Rodgers
3: the top of george's hand was was raw i mean he just gotten hit so many times
5: george rogers has gone to the sidelines he's standing over there talking to the trainer and the coaches are you ready to go back in
2: Uh, yeah i'm ready
12: rogers is coming back i'll tell you this he's some kind of back he's got my respect his
0: first playback he again got the call
7: Got it.
2: I fumbled on about like the 13-yard line going in. I was hurt. I mean, I was almost sick. I was absolutely sick.
5: George Rogers has gone out with his arm hurt. He comes back. Can't hold the ball. And he had taken him down the field.
13: Tough break for
11: him. I have got to think, though, that the injury to his arm or his hand had something to do with it.
4: Coach Carlin, after the game, said that's on me. I shouldn't have put George back in the game, and he shouldn't have put George back in the game. Reports surfaced. Roger's hand was broken.
0: Really?
2: Uh, you think I've would been out there with a broken hand? Come on now. <laughs> Coach Carlin tried to make it seem like that what was wrong, but no, it wasn't broken. But it was it was it was sprained, maybe, but not broken. No. And and don't put it on that. Don't put it on that. Uh, that that ain't why I fumbled the guy made a good play he hit me i didn't see him and i fumbled georgia defeats south carolina 13 to 10. we should have beat them golly man we should have beat them golly
6: i fumbled on the 13-yard line (laughs) oh man as much as we hurt to lose the game, it really felt worse for George just because he took it so hard. I, I don't think any other line took it near as hard as he did. He took it the worst.
5: Did they ask too much of you? Oh, no. They're sending you back in? Oh, no. No, they didn't. I, I, I fumbled the ball and it was my fault, and, you know, I, I'm taking the blame for it. During the game, were you, were you thinking of your dad at all?
7: Uh, well, I don't think I was thinking about him during the game, but I knew he was oh, out man. there, yeah.
0: It would be George's only game his father would attend. George Rogers Sr. resumed serving a life sentence one year later following a fatal car accident where he was charged with vehicular homicide and driving under the influence.
2: His absence was nothing new.
9: He wasn't in our life for a while, for a long time. He wasn't in our lives.
2: My dad was never in my my adult life anyway.
0: Georgia would become 1980 national champions. Following the
2: Gamecocks' near upset, Rogers lamented his fumble. You no, know, I was still sick that next week, and I was out there kind of tiptoeing a little bit, you know. And I can remember the guys telling me that, like, "Hey, you got to, hey, you got to get over that. You got to get over it." And I said, "Well, when is the real George Rogers going to return? Are oh, you going to lose your job?" Oh, that right there got me right there. Now I said, "Wait a minute, now it ain't that bad now." And then I start running south carolina finished the year with games against the
0: citadel wake forest and clemson rogers ran for 179 177 and 168 his final numbers for the regular season 1781 rushing yards 14 touchdowns and an average of six yards per carry at halftime of his final home game the school made an announcement.
10: At the conclusion of the 1980 football season. Your jersey, number 38, will be
5: officially retired by the University of South Carolina.
0: South Carolina went on to win its eighth game of the season and accepted a bid to the Gator Bowl. Seemingly, the whole state wanted one more victory, the Heisman Trophy.
5: We gained over 5,100 yards. People have been playing eight and nine man fronts on us because we came through. <laughs> And I said, all he needed now was a cape, and he could have flown around the stadium before the game. I mean, whether he wins the thing or not, I don't know. He deserves it
12: very definitely because he's more valuable to us than any player in the country.
10: This SEC Story presentation is brought to you by Chick-fil-A.
0: It's a great lot.
5: A
13: chinchilla
8: yes wait to see this
13: a murphy tub
8: finding a
11: perfect home is hard thankfully geico makes it easy to find a What?
13: look at
6: all that floor space
11: attention did you or a loved one live at or near the marine base camp lejeune in north carolina before 1988 For decades, Marines at Camp Lejeune drank water that was contaminated with hazardous toxins. The toxins found in the water at Camp Lejeune may cause illnesses, especially later in life. A new law was recently signed by President Joe Biden that set aside billions of dollars for families of those who lived at or near Camp Lejeune. If you or a family member lived at Camp Lejeune before 1988, you may be entitled to financial compensation without going to court. Even if you were turned down in the past by the VA, a new law allows you to refile your claim today if you, your husband, Father or grandfather spend time at Camp Lejeune while in the Marines, call Sutton Gates right now to find out if you're eligible for financial compensation. There's no fee unless we win your case. Call 1-800-300-9383. That's one 800
3: A lot of the game day signs have been funny, many of them provocative. But there was only one sign that was first. That's me. My name is Bobby Merced and this is the story of how Game Day got its signed. Back in 94, Game Day was coming to Lincoln. Got my sign out and I started walking back and forth. The campus police said no signs, but it was too late. Look at all the signs! I had already changed the world.
10: Your vehicle takes a beating from the environment. Keep your vehicle looking better than new. Cerakote's rapid ceramic paint sealing a breakthrough in ceramic technology. Now you can seal and protect your paint with unbelievable gloss, shine, and slickness in less than 30 minutes. Look at the difference with Cerakote's true hydrophobic ceramic technology. The level of gloss and slickness is unbelievable. Cerakote increased slickness by an incredible 72% compared to uncoated automotive paint. Everything just slides right off. Simply spray it on and lightly buff it with the included microfiber towels that's it everything's included even water flows right off i've been a professional auto detailer for almost 40 years and during that time i've tried hundreds of paint care products and i can tell you that Ceracote's rapid ceramic paint sealant is in a league of its own guaranteed to be the glossiest slickest and easiest to apply paint sealant you have ever used get professional gloss shine and protection for your vehicle buy any of Siracoat's number one selling ceramic products for under twenty dollars at these leading retailers today SEC Story and Chick-fil-A present the Vault.
6: One of the most interesting parts of the film is South Carolina's game against Georgia. At first you're sort of mesmerized by Herschel Walker's speed and power. But then as the game played on, you're sort of taken by George Rogers and his resilience and his determination. And when he fumbled at the 13-yard line, which ultimately cost them the game, your initial reaction wasn't, wow. He just blew the game. It was, wow, he almost pulled it off. A team, Georgia, that by the end of the year was considered the best in the country to win the national championship.
10: the Heisman Trophy, the most prestigious award in college football. This year, there were three top contenders in running for recognition as the outstanding college football player in the nation. Herschel Walker of Georgia, Hugh Green of Pittsburgh, and George Rogers of the University of South Carolina.
0: Two days before the 1980 Heisman Trophy presentation, Coach Jim Carlin pulled aside George Rogers and four seniors who blocked for him.
7: Tomorrow, now, you guys be ready to go. Be ready to go
1: where? Uh, You're going to New York. Oh, really? Uh, Okay.
3: We just knew how George felt about the offensive line. Um, We knew how much he cared about them. And if he did win it, he wanted them there. I didn't want to be the center of the tension. You know, that, that kind of made me shy a little bit. George didn't care about the accolades. In George's mind, it's not about him. It's all about the team.
5: It's with a great deal of pleasure, of course, that we introduce the 1980 Heisman Memorial Trophy winner, starting in third place. In third place, we have Herschel Walker, the University of Georgia. In second place, Hugh Green, the University of Pittsburgh, and in first place, George Rogers, the
9: University of South Carolina. George, it's a pleasure to welcome you as the 1980 Heisman Trophy winner. Mm -hmm. I was so happy, my mom was happy, he was happy. Somebody is making something out of themselves. Somebody is really going to be something.
7: Did you ever dream of the possibility of winning the Heisman someday? I really did. I never thought I'd even be a candidate for it. What was your emotion when they first told you? I couldn't believe it, you know. Um, I had so many things going against me. You know, we was 8-3. and and I didn't know if they'd pick an 8-3 team you know, to even win it, but
2: we won it, you know. I mean, all because of it was a team effort, and it's all crazy should go to the offensive line when they work so hard. I didn't know what the high Trophy, you know, meant or nothing like that. But you know, it was it was a team thing to me. You know, it's always a team award. I'm I'm just a small town boy from Duluth, Georgia, country boy. That right there is is for the guys that I played with. Those guys made me look good. Rogers was not just the first player from the University
0: of South Carolina to win the Heisman, but the first African American from a Southern
4: school. Of course, I was very proud and and bragged about him to, you know, guys that played with me at that time.
7: We won a national championship, but what George did for South Carolina, he's a pioneer. And for me, if I were voting during that time, I would have voted for George.
5: The students were all out on the central campus celebrating and rejoicing. What a lift George Rogers had given the spirits of everybody in this state and especially in this school. Roll out the red carpet,
1: our man has won the Heisman Trophy for our little state of South Carolina and, and you know our kind of media, mediocre football program. Now we've got a Heisman winner. Everybody saying, oh, well, let's meet George at the airport. 10,000 fans from
0: South Carolina welcome King George back to Columbia in a royal celebration.
7: This is one of the emotional moments in my life. I've never been so happy just everybody. You know, my teammates as far as himself too. I tell you. You know, you've been around so many good people in Columbia, you know, especially the fans, everybody keep rooting for us all the time. We've done it. And, you know, it's all because of y'all. Thank you.
0: The accomplishment was also commemorated with a mural and a song.
5: Carolina running back George has all the moves he twists turns and changes direction so fast he's being drafted by three NFL teams and two political parties
0: (laughs) in South Carolina Rogers was a hero the owners of the number one pick in the 1981 draft were looking for a savior the New Orleans Saints in their 14 year existence had averaged less than four wins a season and were one in 15 in 1980
13: New Orleans Saints take as the first player running back George Rogers of South Carolina.
7: I don't really know what to say, you know, under all of the circumstances. I'm I'm too excited really to say anything. New Orleans, I'm
2: coming.
13: All right. Great career.
2: With the second pick, the Giants selected Lawrence Taylor. Hey, I always tell LT, you're number two, baby. When you come to me, I'm number one. What about
7: going to the Saints? A lot of people might be expecting you to personally turn the whole thing around. (laughs) If there is, we're going to be... About 15, <laughs> you know. Again, if they, you know, they're gonna be 0 and 15 again. You know, I can't turn around a team by myself. I play with with the team, and I can only do as the team do. What's the biggest challenge for you? Well, um, probably living up to the expectation that you know I am the number one pick and getting the highs. When I feel real good about playing with Bum Phillips and, and the New Orleans staff.
0: Bum Phillips was in his first year as coach of the Saints after getting fired from the Houston Oilers. Three years earlier, Phillips selected first overall 1977 Heisman Trophy winner and future Hall of Famer Earl Campbell. The Oilers became one of the best teams in the conference. Now, Phillips planned to rebuild the Saints around Rogers.
2: I said, at the time, i give it my all, can't wait to be there. Of course, I didn't know. <laughs> The things I'm going to be going through when I got to New Orleans.
12: The conditioning thing that that year was uh, run the mile. George wasn't a miler anyway, but you know he fell out about halfway around because he wasn't in great shape either. The media all came out and said, "Bob, Bob, what are you going to do?" You know George didn't make the mile. He said, "Hell, if it's third in the mile, we won't give it to him." So, <laughs> but the rest of the time we're going to give it to him, and we did. You know, once he got in shape and you started seeing him run with football, we realized we had something. Basically that offense was eye formation, me getting the snap turning around and pitching to George, either right or left. He obviously carried the team and we weren't very good.
0: On a team that went four and twelve, Rodgers led the NFL with 378 carries and won the rushing title with 1,674 yards. At the time, both were the most ever by a first-year player. He was named Offensive Rookie of the Year.
12: I'd say he played about as well as any rookie has ever played the game, you know, as far as the act of running the football.
0: But unlike at South Carolina, there was no one protecting him from the enticements of fame. The high life in the Big Easy
2: led to big trouble. Oh, God, I thought I was grown. I thought I was a man. And I started being the man, and then I was using using drugs
9: i mean it was a big shocker to me no he can't be i mean i was shocked probably shouldn't have been but i was shocked that it was to that extent
2: I just didn't know how far out there I was, you know, it
6: it was really embarrassing. I talked to him a week or so later and we had a long talk. He hooked on with a couple other guys and one of them was trouble and I think he was easily led in the wrong direction.
12: You know, we had several players on our team that had problems.
6: I think the the
12: whole atmosphere in the United States was, wow, we discovered drugs. And then New Orleans was the pinnacle of that in some ways. Yeah, probably probably not the best place for a 22-year-old guy to come in and single and a lot of money and friends coming down. And... and- you know i would have talked to him about it but i didn't know about it i mean i just i was naive and and i think we all were at the time
2: i liked having a good time and there was so many pretty women around and I, I, you know it was just it was too fast for me and i was a country boy and i was trying to be a city boy and i really was doing the, some unusual things that i didn't do when i that i didn't even know about when i was in college i made a mistake and it never happened again and that's that's the honest I can get.
0: Rogers continued to produce, rushing for almost 90 yards per game over the next two years. But the Saints coaches no longer saw him as dependable
12: and their confidence in
0: him was shaken.
12: You know maybe he wasn't Earl Campbell, maybe he was you know really a really good back and, and had some up and down years. The Saints still wanted the next Earl Campbell,
0: In a surprise in the middle of Rogers' fourth season, they traded
2: for the original. When he came to New Orleans, Bob Phillips started running him and not letting me run the football. And I thought I was better than him at that time.
0: After the trade, Rodgers averaged 43 yards per game. He told Phillips he deserved a bigger role.
12: No, there ain't no place to run right now, but we'll get you a place.
2: What he was saying was, there's enough room for George and Earl. Not on this football field. It ain't. I mean, you know, I, either him or me. I mean, I, I, trade me.
13: And we traded him. I felt like he was uh, would be a pretty good match for us. There's always risk. George had an issue or two in his background, so you're kind of trying to... Weigh that, But here, here's the key to George, I think, in everything I dealt with George. He has a great heart, big old smile, and just a great guy.
7: I couldn't have went to a better organization or a better coaching staff. I'm, I tell you what, I can't believe it. In
0: 1985, Rogers' first year in Washington, future Hall of Fame running back and current starter John Riggins got injured.
12: George was a real quality back, and certainly George still had enough gas in the tank to to be that guy behind our offensive line. He got a rebirth. Rogers took over and averaged the career best
0: 4.7 yards per carry. Entering the final week, he needed just over 100 yards to get to a thousand.
2: every play and I mean I was sucking air after a while
12: I see George raising his hand to come out of the game I went uh-uh George if we're staying out here you're staying out here guess Rodgers is trying for 200 now. he
0: finished the day with 206 yards the total was the most ever by a Washington Redskins In 1986, with Riggins gone, Rodgers ran for more than 1,200 yards and led the NFL with 18 touchdowns. Breaks it back inside, he's gone! It's going to be a touchdown! George Rodgers, touchdown Washington Redskins! The Redskins made it to the NFC Championship game before losing to Lawrence Taylor's Giants. In 1987, Rodgers' production declined but he still led the team in rushing for a third straight year. And the Redskins made it to the Super Bowl. Coach
2: Gibbs came to me and he said, George, look, we know you're a little nicked up. We want Timmy Smith to start the game. And I said, Coach, whatever you want. It's, it's, it's your team.
13: Whatever you want. 99 out of 100 guys would do what? They would freak out. I mean, you got somebody who's been a superstar, and you're telling him that we're going to start somebody else in the Super Bowl. And I think that says a lot about George's character. Gibbs paid tribute to Rodgers by introducing him as the starter. From South Carolina, running back, number 38, George Rodgers. The thinking was it was George Rodgers and all he had done for our team. We wanted to introduce him, but we kind of made the decision that we played Timmy most of the game.
5: Here it is with Smith starting the game, the rookie. This is the very first interesting story of the day, the fact that George Rogers is not
9: starting.
12: You know, the running back position really wasn't up for grabs, it was George's. I didn't have any clue that Timmy Smith was gonna start until he showed up in the huddle the first series.
13: And history wise, it's one of the wildest things that ever happened. You know, because you think you may start Timmy and, hey, Timmy's not doing well, we're going to put George in. Well, what happened was Timmy had just one of the great games ever uh, that anybody's ever had. It was unbelievable.
2: Timmy Smith ran for 204 yards, a Super Bowl record. It was a good call by the coach. This young kid was a better running back at the time than I was. Timmy! And he was. And he, and he proved it.
0: Rodgers finished with five carries for 17 yards. All his action came with the outcome already decided. A 42-10 to 10 Redskins route.
12: I told him, I said, you know, I, I feel sorry for you not being able to start in the biggest game of your career. Certainly, George was every bit as capable of doing what Timmy Smith did to the Broncos.
2: Maybe I could have did some of the same thing, Maybe. But we won the game. And it's all about winning. I'm a team player. (laughs) Hey, what that is? Oh, that's a Super Bowl ring. I got a Super Bowl ring. I won the Heisman Trophy, and I got a Super Bowl ring. I, I couldn't be any prouder than that.
3: safely clears dirt and wax buildup. But all you really need to know? it feels incredible. Woosh by Black Wolf. Get 15% off and free shipping at Whoosh.
8: .com Why is everyone talking about Navage and nasal irrigation?
7: I am someone who suffers from seasonal allergies. It's just terrible. It really does affect your day-to-day.
8: Navage is simple. Your nose is the body's air filter, but it's not perfect. Navage is a drug-free way to help flush out allergens, mucus, and germs using powered suction. Join nearly 4 million Navage users so you can breathe better, snore less, and feel healthier.
9: You could just breathe. Immediately breathe.
11: Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. Attention. Did you or a loved one live at or near the Marine Base Camp Lejeune in North Carolina before 1988? For decades, Marines at Camp Lejeune drank water that was contaminated with hazardous toxins. The toxins found in the water at Camp Lejeune may cause illnesses, especially later in life. A new law was recently signed by President Joe Biden that set aside billions of dollars for families of those who lived at or near Camp Lejeune. If you or a family member lived at Camp Lejeune before 1988, you may be entitled to financial compensation without going to court. Even if you were turned down in the past by the VA, a new law allows you to refile your claim today. If you, your husband, father or grandfather spend time at Camp Lejeune while in the Marines, call Sutton Gates right now to find out if you're eligible for financial compensation. There's no fee unless we win your case. Call one 800 393 9383 That's one 800
6: Son and he was being drafted. You want to come to work with me next week? Makes it so magical.
10: Your vehicle takes a beating from the environment. Keep your vehicle looking better than new with Cerakote's Rapid Ceramic Paint sealing, A breakthrough in ceramic technology. Now you can seal and protect your paint with unbelievable gloss, shine, and slickness in less than 30 minutes. Look at the difference with Cerakote's true hydrophobic ceramic technology. The level of gloss and slickness is unbelievable. Cerakote increased slickness by an incredible 72% compared to uncoated automotive paint. Everything just slides right off. Simply spray it on and lightly buff it with the included microfiber towels. That's it. Everything's included. Even water flows right off. I've been a professional auto-detailer for almost 40 years, and during that time I've tried hundreds of paint care products. And I can tell you that Cerakote's Rapid Ceramic Paint Sealant is in a league of its own. Guaranteed to be the glossiest, slickest, and easiest to apply paint sealant you have ever used. Get professional gloss, shine, and protection for your vehicle. Buy any of Cerakote's number one selling ceramic products for under $20 at these leading retailers today.
0: More than half a million people turned out for the Redskins Victory Parade. George Rogers was not one of them. Super Bowl XXII was his last game. The Redskins released him at the age of 29 with more than 7,000 rushing yards in his
2: NFL career. I played with two teams, and ain't, ain't much gas in the tank. I really wanted to move on and go get my degree at the University of South Carolina.
9: Nine years after his last college football game, Rogers finally had a four-year degree, and he seemed to be ready for life after football. He came
8: back here. Uh, The university created a job for him in the physical education department. The joke used to be that, uh, well, what's George Rogers' job at the University of South Carolina? His job is being George Rogers. And then another drug bust came.
2: I really hit rock bottom. This time, I wouldn't even go outside, because it, it seemed like everybody was looking at me.
1: He was so ashamed and so embarrassed somebody would see George out and, and he, he would say, oh, you know, cokehead or whatever like that. You think I wanted
2: uh, people going around saying, uh, yeah, he wanted to hide a trophy, yeah, but he'd do drugs. I mean, that, that's a lot of pressure.
8: Yeah, there was a lot of that. The feelings that he had let the school down and you know, we finally get a hero and he goes off and gets busted for drugs.
0: King George's reputation was tarnished in the town he
8: once ruled. The mural that featured his likeness was defaced. Somebody apparently went and painted white paint under his nose to look like cocaine tracks on that.
6: He was naive in New Orleans. He was a rookie and he got in with some older players who led him astray. But when in 90, he, it was all on him nobody let him on that one he made that choice himself In Rogers greatest moment of need
8: he received a visit from his old head coach Jim Carlin stepped in and uh, arranged for George to go to a rehab center and got George cleaned up and slowly but surely he kind of rebuilt himself
0: in 2016 he was honored for the 25th anniversary of the George Rogers Foundation the <laughs> The foundation, which he started a year after his arrest, provides scholarships for first-generation college students.
2: Although I did some things I'm ashamed of, there are ways you can make it back, uh, the good things that you do.
0: On Saturdays, when the Gamecocks play at home, Rogers packs up the Heisman Trophy and heads to the stadium. Once a reluctant Heisman winner, he now embraces the honor and shares his award with
7: just about anyone. The Heisman Trophy represents a lot, it represents more than just uh, athletics. When you win the Heisman, it's going to stick with you forever.
1: You hear of the Heisman Trophy, and that's just the biggest honor you can have, you would think, for the most valuable player in college football. And he wants to be sure that every fan that wants to see it or touch it or feel it or take a picture with it is able to. It's probably been the most touched Heisman of ever.
2: Yeah, they love seeing it. They they love taking pictures with it. I can tell you that right now. They love taking pictures with it. What's up, my man? What's going on with you? You doing all right? Bring it
4: up. I don't know
3: if I can do it. I get the Heisman Trophy a couple weeks out of the year. I do a lot of speaking engagements, and he lets me have it. I, I know where it's at. I know where to get it. And he lets me have it to use it, you know, to show people. George's view is that it's not his trophy, it's our trophy.
6: He's told me before, he said, I'm going to let you have it. You can put it on your mantle for like a month or two. And I was like, no, I don't don't want responsibility for it in case I lose it.
4: buddy of mine was running for sheriff, and George gave Stefan the Heisman Trophy to take up to the rally for sheriff, so we had the Heisman Trophy there. I said, now George, don't let everybody borrow his Heisman Trophy. But the fact of the matter is, he do let a lot of people borrow it. You
2: trophy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, be
13: careful. <laughs> <laughs> them,
1: we have a little sports auction every year. He said, "Hey, I want us to put it up for uh, auction. Somebody can have it for a week." And we put it up for auction, and uh, one of, one of my coaches, uh, our coaches there, got it, carried it around all around Charleston for a week. We'll bring that thing anywhere we go, everywhere we go. I ain't painted it. I
2: ain't color it. I ain't did nothing to it. When you grab it by the way when we grab it, all the, you see, I can see places that it's real shiny where all the bronze have came off of it. But it's the same thing. It's a trophy.
5: Bam. Yeah. There was one young George Washington Rogers.
3: Woo!
0: 35 years since he last played in columbia at 1125 george rogers boulevard site of williams bryce stadium the university of south carolina
3: gave rogers a tribute fit for a king we've got a heisen trophy winner that that has lived a good life and is influential and doing good things today it's time george rogers was getting a statue
0: Like he had always done, Rogers made sure the honor was as much an homage to his team
8: as it was to him. The pose is of George on the sidelines. He's standing on the sideline on a bench.
2: I picked that one because it was one of me looking out at the other guys play. I ain't wanna run one where they see me running the ball. I want one where they knew it's a team thing. That pose is absolutely
3: who George is.
12: Please join me in welcoming our Heisman Trophy winner, George Washington Rogers Jr.
6: You could tell he was uncomfortable again, You know, just like everything he'd ever done, the Heisman and everything else. He was uncomfortable getting that kind of notoriety. It was really kind of the Heisman revisited. Four,
7: three,
4: be here and it's never going nowhere george is probably going to be south carolina's favorite son forever
9: if you've been up there when they were doing something to honor him or even at a football game what's, that, what's
13: going on with it on? Are you doing all right going to
2: hold the trophy by yourself okay i'll let you i'll let you hold the rings how about that Hey, make those grades, all right? <laughs> those people
9: love George Rogers. I mean, they, I mean, and it's genuine, and you can tell. It's really, really cool to see that people can really care about this one person this much. It make him happy knowing that he can make somebody else happy. He said that
4: he wished that all of his teammates could get a statue because they really made me look good. Well, it's the other way around, (laughs) okay? George made us all look good.